0: For sure, man. I think that um, I feel like a lot of my battle, like I've previously said plenty of times on interviews, um, was a lot mentally. And now that I kind of got that out the way, I feel like I'm becoming more of a sound player. Like, I think that my one of my biggest strong suits is like big plays and being able to stretch the field and that kind of thing. But I know the coaches wanted to see a lot more like consistency for me in the short game and just being a more, um, I just want to say, sound player and my concepts and that kind of thing. Wise, like just know, and be more cerebral about the game of football. And I feel like that's like a big thing for me that I've been accomplishing this fall camp.
1: There's Jaden Gibson. Uh, I know a lot of fans are are looking to him as one of the guys that uh, possibly could be a breakout player, wide receiver. Someone needs to. Um, Six five, six six. We haven't seen a whole lot of uh players of his stature at the wide receiver position at Oklahoma for whatever reason. And you know, he's big, but he runs really well. I actually think he's a pretty good route runner. Um You know, I I he's had he's had a couple of drop issues before. I think that's just a confidence thing. I mean, clearly the kid has great hands and can catch the ball. You don't make it uh, to Div- Division one as a wide receiver if you can't catch. So, so that's not an issue for him. Just has to be a little more detailed, clean some of that stuff up. And, you know, maybe he's a guy that makes an impression this year. Um, him, Nick Anderson, uh, maybe Petway is a young guy as well. I mean, there's – I don't know how deep their rotation at wide receiver is going to be, but I imagine there's going to be plenty of opportunities for some of those guys to break into the lineup with – with some production in early season games.
2: Well, he, uh, he said the right word for him and for everyone else at wide receiver, consistency. You know, I, I have no doubts, and I think that we've even seen video clips of several wide receivers making highlight reel plays throughout a scrimmage or a training camp practice, whatever. But consistency, I think, is maybe what everyone at wide receiver is battling right now. Like Gavin Freeman, you know what you're going to get, right? Drake Stoops, and I think those two guys are consistent. But Jaleel Farouks maybe got to be a lot more consistent to be the number one wide receiver. Jaden Gibson's mm-hmm. got to be more consistent to be in that main wide receiver rotation. So I think that that's what most of them are battling. He's no different.
1: Yeah. Um, that we. That's one of my concerns on offense. Is I. Winning one-on-one battles at wide receiver. I feel like, and maybe this is too general of a view of last season, but it felt like if we're wide open, we make the play sometimes. Sometimes, um, But, I, I mean, there were plays where we went up and battled and and guys came down with the football. I'm not suggesting that it, it never happened. It just it didn't happen enough. And I don't think Dylan Gabriel ever felt confident enough to to let some receivers go make those plays. And you know I can understand that from his perspective um, at times. So I mean that's that's the thing is one on one battles. Our receivers have to they have to win and they have to win early and build the confidence of their quarterback. in in Him wanting to put the ball out there for them to do that.
2: Very, uh, very underrated aspect of some of those great OU offenses of the past. I'm just trying to think of like individual moments. Kyler just throws it up to Grant Calcaterra in the corner of the end zone in the Big 12 championship, right? Sure. He wins out on that. Um, Stogner, 2019. Stogner, yeah, 2019. um, Jalen Hurts throws it to Ceedee Lamb. It's a nice reception with nice yards, but he's got like four defenders around him. And he still Mm -hmm. scores a touchdown. It's like an incredible one-on-four play, but an incredible individual play. Uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown running past the defense in 2017. There's just Sterling Shepard, the fade in 2015 in Knoxville. And I know that those are extreme cases, like superstar players making superstar plays. But, yeah, like you said, there, there just wasn't a lot of being able to trust it, like, all right, if nothing else, we got a matchup issue here. We're just going to throw it up and let this guy make a play. Didn't feel like the quarterback had that confidence. The wide receivers had that confidence. Right. The offensive coordinator had that confidence. It didn't feel like really anybody did a year ago. No. Was it Radler that threw it up to Stogner? He, in the 2020 game, Texas side of the uh, stadium, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've got... We've got athletes there that that should happen, you know. Um, Nick Anderson should be able to go over the top of DBs all day. Uh, Jaden Gibson should be able to go over the top of DBs all day long. Um, Gavin Freeman should be able to shake guys in the middle of the field and and get open. And the quarterback should be able to have confidence and not necessarily locking in on him, but. That, that he can go out and run around and and be able to go find the football. Same thing with Drake. I, we just got to see it a little bit more consistent than we did last year and back some of these defenses off of us. The longer the season went on last year, the tighter everyone squeezed down on us because they didn't feel like we could beat them in one-on-one coverage. And guess what? We couldn't.
2: We let off the show with some uh, offensive concerns earlier. and I, What? The one we really got to was, do you have someone that can create matchup issues with their ability to block yeah. and do some certain things like Braden Willis did last year? Just talked about wide receivers. You had three concerns for me today. Yeah, I the don't know, one, uh, I, yeah. I, and I don't know if you're going to go offensive line with the third one. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready to put it in the category of wide receiver for me, but. I'm at least interested in the first three weeks if that's like what the O-line looks like because I've heard all the good about the defensive line, and I'm excited about the defensive line. I guess like anyone else, I'm just curious after what I've heard at a training camp, all right, is this defensive line a lot better? I think it is, but what does that mean for the O-line here to start the year?
1: Yeah, well, it is offensive line, but I think the group is going to be really good. I think we're going to have a really, end up having a really good offensive line. It may take them a little bit of playing together to get some real cohesion, but I think they're, I think they're going to end up being a really good group. What my concern is how, how much velocity, how much physicality are we going to play with in the run game on the offensive line. Um, last year we had to rely on snap it when they're not ready. At times, to get movement on the offensive line, I'm, I'm. There's still a concern with me that we don't have that again this year with this group. Now, I expect Rame to be better. Uh, if Savion Bird continues to perform well, I think he'll probably get the start. At least he'll get the most rotation at the left guard spot, and you got uh, Matoyer at right. I, I think we know what we're going to get with Matoyer. But a healthy Rame and Savion Bird with some nasty and some attitude at left guard should provide us with some more aggression, uh, more velocity, more push on the interior. And I'm hoping that's the case because, my goodness, I, I don't want to see, and I know the fans don't want to see, especially whenever we don't have the H-back blocking that we had a year ago. I, I don't think, I don't think we want to rely on how fast we snap it to generate running well, game.
2: Disaster last year. I mean, he just right mentioned that they had to do that way too much. It, 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 I mean, it's it's really bad when you're still going three and out and trying to go. It's worst case scenario is what it is.
1: Yeah, that's right. So those are my three with the offense.
2: Uh, quickly, three on the defense.
1: Um, I'm a little worried about corner. Um, I think we I, I th- will probably be okay with um, our first line guys or starters, but I'm worried about depth and I'm worried about health right now. I think they're a little banged up and I, I like I said, I like the first line guys, but I don't know, I don't know how far we go down the list before it really starts to fall off and that could be a big issue. Especially in this conference,
2: Uh, concern number two, Uh,
1: Mike Mike linebacker spot still inconsistent, Um, still too many uh, mistakes, still too many busts. Uh, I think we're athletic there. I think you know if it's Kobe McKenzie in there, we got tons of punch and and he's got knuckles in the running game. If you got Kanick there, you got a sideline to sideline guy, but. There's still too many mental mistakes coming right and now, and that's from that not going to be
2: that's not going to be cured in eleven days. That's probably right. going to be the case into October for for those guys. I guess my hope would be not. I mean, I I guess I, I expect that to happen. I, I'm just hoping the high points can offset some of those mental mistakes. Yeah, you know what I mean at, at that spot.
1: Well, it's kind of. I agree with that, but you know, it's kind of the problem with. My next point, my next concern on the back end is I've seen too many blown coverages when I've been up at practices and scrimmages, and I've, I've heard from other people that have been up there about blown coverages and, and free runners. Everything, like whenever they're competing for the football, they're doing a really good job. Their biggest issue right now is mental mistakes and busts and having guys running free down the field. Like, that gets you beat real quick. Now, early on in the season, you'll probably be able to hide that a little bit. Maybe you give up one or two in the game, and you win 45-14, no big deal. But when the games get tighter and tougher, and the difference is a field goal or a touchdown, and you're giving up a free 50-yard bomb because you don't have a safety over the top where he's supposed to be, and a corner lets a guy go, like, that's a problem. Well, and, and,
2: and not only is it a problem, um, it's going to be a problem for your most important game of the year. Because if there's anyone, look, I I'm not super high on Quinn Ewers, but he can throw a deep ball. He, he's capable of that. Sure. And if you have some real, uh, real issues in the back end defensively, they're going to throw go ball after go ball on you. That's one thing they will be able to do offensively.
1: Yeah. That's the easiest play in football.
2: 4.05, I feel like the kicking game is something we haven't talked about much given how close our losses were last year. Any info on how that is looking? I don't know how much you've seen that in training camp, but to me, man, like if he's standing out there by himself hitting 45-yarders, that's great, but it's tough to really gauge the kicking game until we actually get into the games when here's the what pressure's I'm, on.
1: Here's what I've gathered from Schmidt um he's got a big leg plenty of power he's got power to spare um I I don't know how consistent he is um I I've seen him I've seen him miss several in practice not the end of the world that often happens but I've seen him hit some some long ones some bombs with the uh, with really good leg power but you know, what are you gonna say? The only thing you can do is go out and prove it when it matters at kicker, right? I mean, we have what we have. So, <laughs> I'm—I mean, I understand the anxiety uh, from the text. I—I I get that. I'm—I'm I'm there with you. My hope is that. We can play ourselves into some better spots to where we're not relying on a field goal to tie it and extend it or to win it, you know?
2: eight three two 3 2 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I'm getting nervous about the defense now with the issues you guys are talking about. Am I wrong that mental mistakes were last year's team, I guess they're issues. It's not supposed to be this year's uh, team in year two under this defensive staff. Saying right, You guys are talking about mental mistakes. That's not supposed to be the case in year two.
1: Well, I guess. It's, well, here's the thing. You're going to get mental mistakes defensively. That's the constant problem that you have because there's so much to it. There's so much communication involved. There's so many adjustments involved. Like That's the big problem with playing defense, especially in college football, is to have a limited amount of time to really go through everything and make sure everyone's got it. I mean they're not they're not professional players and you can't even treat them as such. But uh, that's the big problem you have in college football. Um, here's the difference. I, number one, I expect there to be less than there was a year ago, which is an improvement. Number two, I expect whenever it happens that they're not knock your lights out play, and I think we've got more margin for error than we had previously because I think we're more athletic defense than we were a year ago. I think we're going to be uh, a a pretty large step forward on the defensive line and edge, which means you're going to cut down on, like when you have a middle mistake by somebody, the result shouldn't be as, as, uh, you know, catastrophic as they were a year ago. That's the hope, anyways.
2: Let me read three more. First, let me find the uh, the text I was just uh, looking for. Kenny from the 405, thank you guys for helping me on this drive home from stool water, yeah. listening on the app with the AirPods. Kenny, one, you, you're welcome. Thank you. I No, th- we're, we're thanking you for downloading the free KREF app. And yesterday, we were just looking at the numbers 15 minutes ago from yesterday. It was like 3X uh, what it would normally be. So nice. people have followed us over to the app, and we appreciate you guys for doing that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, here's here's two different takes. Two different takes on uh, Dylan Gabriel. Sarks Vodka says, you guys find it weird how little Dylan Gabriel is talked about, even in the OU circle? Guy's got great ability, leadership, experience, and is about to be top 10 in passing yards of all time college football fans are weird. So we have that end of the spectrum. And then we have Sooner Soldier 10 minutes ago saying, I've never heard a QB have so many excuses made for him. I just don't get it. He was average at best last year. What is going to be said this year when he isn't any better? And I think he's talking about Gabriel here. I I think he is. is. Hmm. I
1: I don't know that there's. I mean, there's some excuses, but I think, I think a lot of them are kind of worthy, <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm not excusing anything. Like, he had his poor performances. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, but – and he was, for Oklahoma standards, he was below average last year, not – the texter said average he was below average uh for oklahoma standards in the conference he was actually above average for last year but i think a big part of the reason that he was average was he didn't get a whole lot of help at wide receiver at times um he didn't get a whole lot of help early in the year from from his offensive line um you know we had had a lack of running game late i mean all of those things matter uh, if he comes out and is average again, he'll probably be replaced by Jackson Arnold. I, I don't Arnold. think
2: there's a probably about it. Now, I do think he has a pretty healthy leash to start the year, but if it's below average, yeah.
1: Hey, it's, I'm right there with you. JFA
2: your starting quarterback.
1: I'm just, I'm willing to give him some benefit of the doubt. Oh, for but, sure, yeah. But I'm, I'm right there with the texter. Like if if this offensive line is improved and looks really good um, if our running backs perform the way that we hope they do and our receivers are are winning routes going up and get 50-50 balls for our quarterback and and he's still inaccurate and not creating much with his legs and you know falling into sacks and and you know creating issues that way then i'm right there with you i'm just willing to give him some benefit of the doubt because You know, you got to do a little bit more than watching football like um, it's not just the quarterback. There's a lot going on on the field. And if everyone's not taking care of their business, it doesn't reflect well on the quarterback often. okay, that doesn't mean you just blindly point all of the blame directly at one guy. That's not how the sport works. Unfortunately, that's how it's treated often, where the quarterback gets, gets all of the credit and gets all of the blame, but that's not, that's not typically how it, how it works out.
2: Um, everyone's talking about one thing on the text line right now before we hit a break. It's not so much our opinions on Dylan Gabriel or what they think about it. It's the fact that I think um, the text line and the ref army and the listeners on the app and you were talking about Dylan Gabriel with I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston playing in the background. (laughs) That's what everyone noticed from the previous four minutes. Guy uh, guy says sticking up for DG with I Will Always Love You playing in the uh, background. What a beautiful moment. Uh, Camo Sooner saying the whole time Tyler is thanking us for listening. I will always love you as playing in the background. The timing was perfect. What did Gutty say? It's 420 with Houston Whitney Houston singing, I'll always love OU in the background. It's a good Monday so far. Gutty's oh, Tuesday, wow. bud, but yeah. whatever you want, man. <laughs> it's, it's your Monday.
1: world. Oh, that's amazing. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
3: At Lander's CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for two ninety nine dollars a month. Lander's CDJR of Norman, driven to serve
0: attention all sooner fans don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 oklahoma football season today season tickets start at 400 and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games for more information and to purchase tickets visit sooner commit 23 that's SoonerSports.com commit 23 or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405 325 2424. Boomer Sooner!
3: At Lander's CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or 8250 off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Lander's CDJR of
2: Norman. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just
0: 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com landmark fine homes is a custom home builder in oklahoma city our commitment is to build energy efficient custom quality crafted homes around the metro okc area if you're looking to build your first home or last landmark fine homes is the builder for you we have many floor plans to choose from or bring us one that you already have we have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot call 405-347-5991 and let landmark fine homes help turn your dreams into a reality
3: Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org drive to learn more.
1: Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Are our love
3: bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
2: It's the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. 11 days until kickoff in Norman. And the doubt is still strong nationally on the 2023 OU football team. I looked at two different sets of bowl projections today. Brett McMurphy's 24-7, and, uh, well, pack for Houston because we're playing uh, Ole Miss or Mississippi State in the Texas Bowl coming in the the month of December. 24-7 has OU and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. Brett McMurphy has OU and Mississippi State in the Texas Bowl. So the doubt continues. Nice. Continues to be there for this OU football team.
1: That's not bad. (laughs) Texas Bowl appearance isn't bad.
2: Really? Huh. Didn't. <laughs> When's the last time a ten-win team got to play in the Texas Bowl?
1: I don't know. Hmm. Dang the Texas Bowl! Seriously, by two,
2: yeah, in like two days. Hmm. Meanwhile, Tech is playing like uh, USC in the Cotton Bowl, I think. According to no, Mc... I think McMurphy has Texas and USC in the Alamo Bowl. Who you rooting for there? and then tech and lsu in the cotton bowl. He's uh wow. he's buying the tech hype.
1: Huh. Well, we're going to you think tech beats Oregon? What is that second game of the year?
2: I think Oregon's going to win a very I think that's going to be a really it's going to be one of the best non-conference games. I think Oregon's going to win by a field goal. Why? Cuz I think they're a field goal better, I guess.
1: So you're buying the tech hype as well.
2: No. I just think that's going to be a really tough game on the road for Oregon. I guess. Okay. I, I mean, I, I think Oregon probably on a neutral field is better than, you know, just a field goal better, maybe like a touchdown better. But like Tech, like that—that's one that Tech's been looking at all off-season long. They know that's their chance to proclaim to everyone that this hype is real. I'm sure they're going to put a lot in that game. I just—I think it's going to be a really close game. I—I'm like not buying into the Tech hype. I think that they're going to be good. But no, give me Oregon in a close one. Huh. You taking Tech? No, oh. hmm.
1: I think Oregon's going to run them out of the, their own stadium, and that is in Lubbock, right?
2: That is in Lubbock.
1: I, I don't think Tech is going to be very good. I think they had a, uh, a very very veteran group last year that was perfect to handle the transition. Um, they had like. 10, I think 10 of 11 starters on defense were seniors. Um, they had two really good running backs that had been there for a really long time. They had a first-round pick on their defensive line, probably the first time in program history. Um, I, They've got some wideouts coming back. I'm still not sold on how good they're going to be at quarterback. I don't know, man. I just... I think last year happened to be a really nice transitional year, and I don't think they're going to be able to replicate it.
2: Rose Bowl, college football playoff for McMurphy. He's got Michigan and Florida State. And then in the Sugar Bowl, Georgia and Ohio State for the 14 playoff. Georgia and Michigan playing in the championship game. Right. Other New Year's Six, Washington and Bama in the Fiesta. Oregon and Tulane in the Peach. Clemson and Penn State in the Orange Bowl. Tech and LSU in the Cotton Bowl, so he had, whoa, Brett's got Tech winning the Big Twelve. I mean, oh, okay,
1: Texas Tech,
2: yeah, those guys. He's got them winning the Big Twelve, is what it looks like to me, based on bowl placement. I uh, just can't can't get there, Brett. Sorry, bud.
1: That would be.
2: He basically has be. Tech beating Texas in the Big Twelve championship game because he's got Texas in the Alamo Bowl.
1: How about that? That would be back-to-back games because they play in Austin in the, on the Friday night that we play, what, TCU?
2: Yeah, I think that's a night game, and yep. OU-TCU is the 11 a.m. game.
1: Yeah, so that would be interesting. Yeah. They, they dodge Oklahoma, but they've got Kansas State at home – TCU at home, they're at Texas, at Kansas, at BYU, at Baylor, at West Virginia. So, and they go, they start off the season at Wyoming.
2: Oh, I'm sure it'll be beautiful in Laramie to start off the year. Congrats to them, Mississippi State. No, you in the CBS
1: 6:30 cool. kick uh, with Wyoming. Why is that on CBS at 6:30? Well, That's interesting.
2: is that on like? The big C, like, or the CBS Sports Network that they have. It,
1: I don't know. It says 6:30 p.m. CBS. It well, doesn't say like plus. I'm, I'm or going anything. to guess
2: that's on like the CBS, like the secondary CBS channel that they have that airs games.
1: Okay, sure,
2: surely <laughs> it is not like the big CBS game.
1: I don't know. The Oregon game is on Fox. That's a 6 p.m. kick. They have three. Their three non-conference games are 6 p.m. kicks. Dang. If only we, we could uh,
2: have the pull that Texas Tech has. To get night games instead of 11 a.m. games. LaDonna from Lubbock says, Yes, what Teddy said, embarrass them here in hell. LaDonna is calling Lubbock hell. That was not one of us. Dude, uh,
1: CBS at 6.30 against Wyoming. 6 o'clock uh, against Oregon on Fox. Their Charlton State is an ESPN Plus game that's at 6.00. They play TCU at 6 p.m. on FS1, and at Texas, 6.30 p.m. on ABC. What the hell is going on? So,
2: Tech has zero 11 a.m. games scheduled, and OU already has, a, well, the, the Cincinnati game's not confirmed, but it was reported last week. OU has at least three, and we're going to get close to six by the end of the year. Huh.
1: Tech already has five well, there night you go. games. There,
2: there's another reason why OU's leaving the conference.
1: I don't know. Have we played five night games in the last decade in one season? No
2: chance, dude. No, no. Have they played five two thirty games in the past decade? That's questionable as well.
1: Wow.
2: Julio Brett therefore does not watch a lot of Big Twelve football. Julio's not a fan of these uh, Big Twelve predictions. Well, I have a I hard don't know. time I... seeing them come to reality as well.
1: Yeah, I. Here's the thing. Techs never won a, a conference championship, and I just—they've never even played in the conference championship game, have
2: they? Correct. Yes. Yep.
1: I, it, it would shock me if they did it this year with the team that I—I I don't know who's the superstar on on Tech.
2: I mean, I—I I guess the name most people know is their quarterback, Tyler Shuck. And if that's their real superstar, then they better develop other superstars on the team. If that's if that's number one,
1: yeah, I don't know. I it's 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 curious. I mean, Tyler Shutt was uh, below average last year, sixty percent completion guy, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, it, that it's at least it's not a stat line that makes you think. Now that team is going to win the conference for the first time in their history, All right? They lost both Taj Brooks and Sir Roderick Thompson. They're two running backs that have led them in rushing for what seems like six years now. Those guys are gone. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know why there's so much hype around Tech. It seems strange.
2: Nine one eight. If Tech played at eleven, no one would watch. At six p.m., three people will watch. So it's a three hundred percent improvement. Yeah, that's true. I there that fan base. Um, they probably only attend night games. Probably that's not a fan base that would uh, fare very well at eleven a.m. games or get out to eleven a.m. games. All right. Uh, hmm. I. It sounds like the uh, on the front of the twelve team playoff. By the way. Olsenke is—he's uh, pretty hell bent on getting this changed, because they were going to do the the six highest ranked conference champions, as voted by the committee, would make the playoff, along with the next six highest ranked teams, and the fourest four highest ranked conference champs would earn the top seeds in a first round bye, and I think the SEC and the Big Ten's point is. <laughs> Uh, let's look into that again because the Pac-12 ain't going to be a part of that. We're huh. going to have to uh, look into the format of the 12-team playoff. So I, I don't know if that's going to get restructured during the season or after the season, but I would not expect that format to remain the same.
1: The winner of Stanford versus Cal goes to the uh, college football playoff. The, you know what? Me? That would
2: actually be kind of <laughs> awesome if OU gets matched up with the winner of uh, or gets Stanford.
1: Oh, first man. Round of it. That's funny. All right, uh, quick timeout, more from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned.
0: Sooner football talk lives here. This is the ref.
3: At Lander's CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for two ninety nine dollars a month. Lander's CDJR of Norman, driven to serve.
2: You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF store
0: link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt, say goodbye to the Big 12 with our thanks for the Trophy shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center.
2: Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army.
3: At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like fifteen thousand dollars off a twenty twenty three Ram fifteen hundred or eighty two fifty off a twenty twenty three Ram twenty five hundred. Make this the summer event at Landers CDJR of Norman. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider panoptics, Vivity, or a light adjustable lens. The leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center.
0: Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on historic campus corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Huey hats. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything sooner. When students
3: struggle because they are hungry
0: or fall behind because they lack school supplies,
3: a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org all right son time to put out this campfire
2: dad we learned about this in school
3: oh did you now okay what's first
2: smoky bear said to
3: first drown it with a bucket of water then stir it with a shovel wow you sound just like him
0: then he said if
3: it's still warm then do it again
0: where can i learn
3: all this it's all on smokybear.com with other wildfire prevention tips because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabnoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight
1: to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes a the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just
3: grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.
2: It's What Caught Teddy's Eye, brought to you by Yalagosney Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At Yalagosney Law, communication is a priority. Yalagosney Law, 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is...
1: Oh, I'm in the middle of a sneeze. Tyler, is it going to come? Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay, Chris Collinsworth says that.
2: Tease that was.
1: <laughs> well, I was about to sneeze, and then uh, finally it, it went away. Chris Collinsworth said the NBC would love to have the Dallas Cowboys game on uh, every single one of their games on Sunday Night Football. Uh, what a disaster that would be. Uh, I know you probably saw that. like, let's go. Dallas Cowboys, come on. But I got to tell you. Um, that seems like a huge mistake <laughs> if they were to pull that off. It's funny, though. He, he's America's ra- team
2: ratings-wise why they would want to have him yeah. every single week. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just you, you got to have some variety there, though. You know, like I know the Jets and the Chiefs play a Sunday night game, and will that pull better ratings than whoever the Cowboys play this week? I don't know, but it's just having more of an option and a variety to me is, I, I don't know, its a, it's a lot more fun.
1: Did you hear this Dabo Svini speech that he gave to the football team?
2: They got to go 38-0 like they do every year.
1: (laughs) Is that what he said? Uh, It's actually pretty good, but he really calls them out um, uh, saying that every player that has been there, I think, did he say 2013? uh, He calls out the year every player that's been there since 2013 has won a championship except for this group. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, so some motivation
2: um, there. Motivation, Dabo. I yeah.
1: like it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's pretty good, though. It's a pretty good little, little clip that he put together. Uh, it's worth a watch. That's all I got today.
2: Well, uh, this is interesting. We've seen OU have to cancel a non-conference game because of moving to a new conference. Yeah. Well, K-State and Arizona were supposed to start a two-year uh, home-and-home next season. Now, what they're going to try and do, since it was such an unexpected move by Arizona to the Big 12, is it looks like K-State and Arizona are going to play in the non-conference the first year Arizona's in the league, but count it as a non-conference game and not count it as a conference game. So I'm guessing there's a chance that Arizona's first ever Big 12 game is against Kansas State, and it's not actually going to count towards the Big 12 standings. What Yeah.
1: in the hell? Okay, you're going to have to explain to me why this isn't as simple as it is now just a conference game. It's already scheduled. We just play it, and now it's a conference game.
3: Why is that not the case?
2: My guess would be because of what OU just ran into, trying to fill uh, another non-conference game for this coming year. They're incredibly difficult to find. Because if you move that to a conference game, you would both teams would have to find another non-conference game, right? So I, I, I guess that's the thing is it's maybe down the way it's difficult. I don't know. It's the only thing well, I can give you.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's difficult. But am I the only one that thinks that's stupid? I don't know. I guess maybe it's just impossible to schedule a non-conference game that seems ridiculous to me that they're going to play they're in the same conference they're going to play it's not going to count as a conference game i just hope and it's I,
2: the, I hope it's arizona's first ever big 12 game and it doesn't count that'll make me laugh
1: i hope i hope arizona beats kansas state in the game that doesn't count for conference standings and misses out on um Going to the conference? Well, it's—I mean, that's not going to happen. I hope Kansas State misses out on going to the conference championship because of it somehow.
2: Baker Mayfield named the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks today. I don't think this was a huge surprise. He was the favorite going into camp, but he had that dime in the corner of the end zone to Trey Palmer who played at Nebraska last year in that first uh, preseason game. Great throw, great catch. He
1: was like 6-7 with the touchdown, something like that.
2: Happy for Bake. It's a gettable division right now. So let's go get it. Let's go get it, Bake. Let's have a nice year. Let's keep that NFL uh, career alive, please.
1: Who's the best quarterback in that division right now? The car kid from
2: Oakland? Yeah. Uh, Is is Marcus Mariota going to be the starter for the Falcons this year? Is he still on the team? No, or is is it – Desmond Ritter, probably right.
1: Yeah, I think that's right.
2: It's 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 probably Derek Carr. But if Derek Carr is the answer there, that's that kind of that says everything, right? That makes the yeah. points.
1: No, yeah, I, I I agree that it's it's gettable. He's got some good targets there. See if the offensive line holds up.
2: Uh, CBS has the toughest and weakest non-conference schedules for every Power Five league. Yeah, West Virginia has the toughest non-con schedule in the Big Pitt 12. Pitt and
1: Penn State, who else they got? Pitt
2: at home, at Penn State. Do they need anyone else? It's by far and no. away the, the toughest in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, no shock here. OU has the easiest in the non-conference. Yeah. Arkansas State, SMU, and Tulsa.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, Wearing
2: it like a badge of honor.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. Huh.
2: And then Jarrell Brock has left the uh, Iowa State football team. Mm. So they're going to be without at least three starters that they thought yeah. they might have earlier this summer.
1: Yeah, that's it just It's
2: just like, I don't know, man. It's Expectations weren't high for them to begin with, but when you're thrown something like this in a training camp, it could just throw the entire season out of whack. I don't really expect anything out of Iowa State this year.
1: I expect them to beat Iowa, and after that – Uh, anyone's guess.
2: Beat Iowa 7-3 to and then maybe not score for the rest of the year.
1: Yep. Man. Oh, uh, last thing. Did you, it looks, Tyler, like we've got mask mandates coming back. No, no, seriously? Yeah.
2: In what, in what cities?
1: Um, I, I don't know. There's just all kinds of stuff starting to leak out about, this fall, I guess there's some new variant. Okay. And
2: as, as, ba- as much as I don't want to have to wear a mask ever again, it would be hilarious if I turn on the Pac-12 network on Saturday night and Lincoln has to wear a mask <laughs> on the sidelines for the San Jose <laughs> State game. I don't know if I'm willing to wear a mask to see that Saturday night, but that is best-case scenario for the masks having to come back is seeing that.
1: That'd oh, be amazing. Man. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Well, that's where there, That's where it would happen first. That's yeah, where it would happen no first. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army, get the app, tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. At
3: Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? With these final deals of the summer, you'll be feeling better than ever. That's right, this year's hottest savings are here. Right now, take up to $9,000 off MSRP on new 2023 Silverado crew cabs in stock. Also shop our large pre-owned selection, backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long, and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and Lander's ChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Plus finance with GM Financial. WAZ includes GM trade assistance and consumer cash. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender
0: attention all sooner fans don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 oklahoma football season today season tickets start at 400 dollars and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games for more information and to purchase tickets visit sooner commit 23 that's sooner commit 23 or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer sooner. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own.
1: You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you.
2: I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Newt and Ryan are leaving soon for Thailand to attend one of the world's largest colored gemstone shows. They will be selecting top quality gemstones at huge savings. This is the time to let us choose something extra special for a birthday, anniversary, or even Christmas. Or do something out of the ordinary and let us select a sapphire or ruby for your engagement ring. Call Mitchell's Jewelry today for more information. 405-360-2515.
3: Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people.
1: Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call 405-607-6014 or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Hello? Uh, I'm a Marine.
3: No matter how you served... My, my buddies from the Army are all gone now. I'm really alone. No matter what you're going through...
0: I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job. I feel so stuck.
3: We are here for you. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line
0: orthopedic and sports medicine center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state with six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist along with on-site pt and one of the largest open mris in the state they are able to diagnose treat and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries with offices located across the state they are never too far away give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information
2: Palma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of The Rush. Text line says from the 405 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, When will Bob Stoops get an untold series on Netflix? Watching Urban makes me want to puke face emoji. Well, I don't think he ever will because there wasn't a bunch of terrible things that happened. That's who normally gets the untold series. Florida Gators with Urban Meyer. Johnny Manziel. Um, the story with Manti Te'o, I think, is on one as well. They're looking for the uh, the dirty stories more than anything, is what it seems like to me.
1: I'm I'm curious to see how Urb, how Urban Meyer is on there.
2: The is early he... reviews is he's portrayed how he's portrayed now. Like there was a player that said he treated his stars like stars. He treated his s like S, right. and the player said, "Well, at least he said that out loud to us. Every coach thinks it, but he was the one that actually told us that that's how he operates." Um. So
1: I'm he, guessing it doesn't have any like new live. Like he's not there. He, he's not being interviewed as the documentary plays out. I guess I don't know.
2: Uh, I, I I don't. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. It just got released late last night, so. May try and watch a few minutes later on tonight. But my uh, – I think it's four episodes. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm interested in it. I will too, it.
1: for sure. I'm, I'm curious to see a little bit of the behind the scenes. Like, I didn't learn about a lot of the stuff that went down at Florida until the whole Aaron Hernandez in the NFL situation. Then I started to hear about all the, the goings-on in Gainesville.
2: Because Urban left the year after – Tebow was there, like he he had, maybe maybe it was two, I think it was just one year after that uh, 2010 season, maybe he left due to health reasons and all that kind of died down, but you're right, once the Aaron Hernandez stuff came out, then we started hearing about uh, a, an interesting culture down there in Gainesville. He did did win he two leave titles, because
1: though. of health, or did he leave because one of his players shot someone? Did, they, did he kill the guy down there at that shooting that they think it was him?
2: Aaron Hernandez or someone yeah. else? Aaron Hernandez. I think Aaron Hernandez. There's like the their bar scene that they have there. Uh, there's definitely something that that happened. He sure.
1: sh- he he shot. Like the claim is that he shot someone that was in a car. I think I outside of a club, and like no one ever figured out who it was. I can't remember if the guy died or not though. But I feel like that's what I remember. And I learned all that during the the whole Aaron Hernandez situation and right. That may be a reason to get out of town <laughs> if you're Irvin Meyer. And like they knew that and they covered it up somehow. I, I don't know. I guess guess that's why we watch the documentary. We'll F- find out.
2: Five eight oh Bob is too boring. They should do one on the king. I never heard Bob described as boring. Um they should do one on the king. There is one coming out about him well uh, like it, the the option next year. Right. So right around spring ball, like the spring game, it's uh, it maybe just be titled Wishbone, and it's going nice. to have mostly OU guys in it, Texas, and then Alabama players. No, players that'd, be cool.
1: that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I don't. Is that the same? Is that on the Untold series? Is that what? No, that's, that's be, going or... to
2: be. Um, that's going to be on the SEC Network, and maybe like on ESPN. Oh, cool. but Yeah, it's going to be an SEC Network thing.
1: Nice.
2: Um, let's see nine one eight. Urban gets interviewed during the episode as well. As well as uh, Spikes and Tebow and like three others. Brandon Spikes was so freaking good, man. Oof. He was. Headhunter. He was.
1: Yeah. I saw that play that was kind of trending on on Twitter. Of,
2: yeah, when Manny Johnson got hit in the face mask.
1: Is that who it was? Yeah. Number one, running down the sideline. Um it's crazy to see that play, and right now we all think flag like it wasn't very long ago where that's like we everyone's kicked celebrating out of the game these days. Yeah. All right, quick timeout, we got the final hour of the rush coming up next.
0: You're listening to the home of sooner fans, K R E F, Norman Oklahoma, and streaming live
2: on the